millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we start the podcast with the fallout from last night's Europa League action. Of course, the biggest cup competition on the planet, where Man United and Rangers both comfortably advanced to the next stage, sort of. Leicester got knocked out against Slavia Prague. And lucky old Arsenal scraped past Benfica. Arsenal 3, Benfica 2, and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, the Arsenal captain, the Arsenal goalscorer, has sent Arsenal into the last 16. Well, certainly it keeps the season going in a much uh, better way because um, this competition is going to help the Premier League for sure. Today would have been really harsh with what has happened in the two legs to be out of the competition, so obviously I'm extremely happy to be through. That's a big, big result, and a big result for Arteta because... If he had gone out now, the Arsenal fans would be looking around thinking, what is left for our season? You know, and that's a, that's a huge, huge result okay. for them. It's finished. Leicester City nil, Slavia Prague 2, and 2-0 two on aggregate. Leicester's European dream is over for this season, and they can have few complaints. That aggression and intensity wasn't quite there. Overall, they, they were better than us this evening. They deserved to go through, and uh, we now have to go and learn from that. We do look at Brentford thinking, how good is he? And we all know how good he is, but the big heads, and when I'm talking the big heads, we're talking the big heads, yeah. the Champions League clubs that want to be in, will look at him and they'll look at tonight's result and think, hmm... That's a disappointment. Didn't yeah. quite do it in there. And that will be a black mark against his name. But no doubt about what he's done this season. I don't want to take anything away. But to get beat 2-0 on aggregate and concede two at home is a bad okay. result. Shola Shorutina is on for Manchester United, replacing Greenwood at 17 years and 23 days. He becomes Manchester United's youngest ever player in Europe, beating a long-standing record previously held by Norman Whiteside. He's a young kid that we believe in. Great attitude. You can see the... Uh... The shape of him, we, we think physically he, he'll be a, an athlete and technically very, very good, makes good decisions. So, of course, we, we're going to gradually uh, feed him into this uh, this team. You know, he, he's grounded, got his feet well firmly on the ground and he works really hard in training and uh, a very likeable boy that we uh, we hope uh, we can see loads of in the future. Full-time Manchester United nil Real Sociedad nil United progress 4-0 on aggregate. Rangers 5, Royal Antwerp 2, 9-5 on aggregate. We'll never see a more entertaining tie than this one. In large parts and for the majority of it I thought it was high level. Uh, certainly in terms of our attack and play. I thought our first three goals were wonderful. 
and the third one Ryan scored was a fantastic team goal I thought Alfredo was probably the strongest performance he's put in this season Kent won the ball and laid it on a plate for who else but Alfredo Morello you look at the all round game I thought he was unplayable strong uh, held the ball up well for us was really physical and their, their defenders couldn't handle him over the course of the 90 minutes you often hear don't you, people talk about, about Stevie G and about when Klopp leaves he's the next one yeah well, he's starting to, to 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 look like he might be able to. Really, Rangers shouldn't win this, no, should they? They no. shouldn't. You think? Look at the teams that are in it. They should not win this. They really shouldn't get anywhere near the quarters or maybe the semi-finals. If he was to go on and get to the final, that would his name would still be elevated. Oh, a bit of Dolly Parton on the show. The, the, the connection for Dolly Parton, this is this is horrifically weak, but I like it. He's a nine to five. Yep. That's apparently a scoreline in sport nine five. Could be in snooker, I suppose. Could be in snooker. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So all our songs tonight are scorelines. Yeah. We're going to go to dance, great. Right? After that, then we're going to go to the Champions League final, right? The mm. following season. Michael. And then the Premier League will invite us in, and then maybe we can, you know what I mean? Dear. Are you joking, or are you actually that delusional? I like Michael. Do I, do I sound like I'm joking? I'm not delusional. Well, then you're delusional. When does I'm more than capable? Are you winding me up, come Michael? On. Just tell me you're winding me up. Why would I be like, come on, you've been, you've been serious? Come on, you're winding me up, you aren't you? You don't believe that Rangers are going to win the voice, Champions League and then be invited down to the Premier League, do you? Everyone's a believer. Come on, you've got to believe. You've yeah, got to see it's going to happen. Michael, it will happen, won't it? What they've done in Europe is is quite outstanding. What they're doing up, up the north is unbelievable. It, yes, 100% and, right. And I don't know whether we can measure Rangers yet by what they're doing because the Scottish League is not as strong as down south. But what they're doing across Europe tells me there is maybe there's more to this than we just than just meets the eye. Romeo, How many members of Steps do you name? Three. Go on. H. Yeah. I and J. <laughs> Go on, H. I, I can't. No. I, I mean, I, Helen. H. Helen. Is, oh. it, is everyone going to be begin with H? Hector. Harold. Hugo. You've got them all. You've done it. Well done. Please turn this music off before I smash my head against the brick wall. Don't turn it up. I'll come in and get you. I'll come in and get you. I'll come and get you. Do you want me to come and get you? And don't forget that the Europa League last 16 joins live on TalkSport 2 today for midday with Will I Gavin. Now, is diving ruining English football? Mm, not really. Well, let's head over to drive and ask Adrian Durham and Dean Ashton the question. Well, I've just answered it. Well, we're going to head over anyway. OK, fine. There are English players more and more doing it. I think there have been for a long time. I don't think it's a new thing, but you're right. They're becoming the best or worst at it, if you, and uh, whichever way you want to see it, you're absolutely spot on. But when Grealish goes down easy, do Villa fans care? Or has he got the right to go down easy, Dean, because he gets kicked to ribbons every single game? Is that a factor as well? I don't think it is. No, I don't think it is. It's, it's not your right to take it into your own hands and feel like you have to effectively win a free kick or a penalty for your side because you're constantly getting kicked. How are our referees meant to referee if if players are trying to create contact, trying to act out contact? What chance have referees got if players are willing to do that to win a penalty? What hope have they got? Defenders nowadays. Defenders are not allowed to tackle. It's becoming an interception position. You cannot tackle anymore. Because even if you faint to go as if you're going to go, a striker's going to throw his right leg or left leg in between your legs and go down. 
Now, should Spurs boss Jose Mourinho give Deli Alley and Gareth Bale a run in the team? And is it time now? The special ones took the handbrake off. So, yes, yes, and yes. Well, let's get the opinion out of Adrian Jones, well, I've just told you. Simon Jordan, Katie Price's ex-husband, and Jamie O'Hara, although I've just told you the answer. Deli Alley is the man that scored the goal. Not once, not twice, but three times involved in the move. You have to give him a chance. And the thing is, which I think frustrates a lot of Spurs fans, is the, the changing all the time. And I get it with the fixtures. You know, you have to be careful with minutes with some of them. But that front four, if you can get that four yep. firing with Son, Kane, Bell, and Deli Alley as a 10, if you can get that playing and you can get that firing all cylinders, it is a really lethal you know, an outfit of attacking four. So I think you've got to give it a chance. I think we've got three games now coming up in the Premier League, which are all winnable, and then you've got the big North London derby. So give them them games to really show what they can do. I just yeah. think Bow looks like he's turned the corner. So hopefully Bow and, and Deli Ali will both start at the weekend. What? Because he's played two games against a very poor team in the Europa League and an FA Cup against Marine. Has he overcome? The clear and evident challenge he may have had with Jose Mourinho that we don't see. We saw snippets of it where we saw him being accused of being a poor trainer and seemed to think that was funny. Again, it goes back to the sentiment of players grasping the nettle, understanding what's what's required of them from their manager, whoever that manager may be and whatever he wants. Whether you like Mourinho or not, he's the manager in situ. He wants something from Deli Ali. Deli Ali's job is to give it to him. If we start rewarding people and giving people a, a pat on the back for doing something they should have done in the first place, where are we going in society? He's beginning to realise I ain't going to win this battle I'm not going to get my way I'm not going to do precisely what I want and by the way what I'm going to do is have my career flushed down the toilet and I'm going to miss out on the European Championships I know what I'll read that memo of doing my job properly here's the thing because he has been nervous I think I didn't think I'd ever describe Mourinho as nervous but I think he's been nervous to put all four not just that front three that we're talking about all four in the same team Kane, Son, Deli Alley, Gareth Bale I think now Given that Deli Ali has done all that is asked of him, come in and played really well. He scored; it's an unbelievable finish for the first goal. So he's played really well. So does he deserve to be left on the bench at the weekend against Burnley? I don't think so. And so I'm looking at it thinking: Has Jose got to let his own handbrake off and play all four of them at home to Burnley on Sunday? Now you may recall in the last podcast that Darren Bent recommended Sean Dyche to become the next Celtic manager. If you don't believe me, and you're thinking, no, he didn't, well, have a listen to this. I still think with Burnley, he's gone as far as he can go potentially. So Celtic, massive, massive football club, why not? See, I told you he did. Well, we'll get a left-field suggestion from Alan Brazil on who could be the next number one at Parkhead, but first up, here's Jamie O'Hara and Adrian Durham on old Dicey Boy. They don't need to be 17th in the table playing 4-4-2 every week and being quite boring to watch. They need far more than the skill sets of Eddie Howe and Sean Dyche have shown so far. So they need somebody who I think, not necessarily a big name, but I think that that would help. They need to make a serious statement appointment and not get bogged down in all this Paul Lambert, Steve Evans talk. Okay, Because they need something serious to go above Rangers and take it to another level where Europe... Not just the Premier League, Europe starts to take notice of Celtic. You look at, say, Brendan Rodgers, right? He went to Celtic, even though he's you know manager of Liverpool, but he went to Celtic and it really kind of put him on a platform as a top-class manager because he went there and won things. I think, I look at Sean Dyche, if he goes there to Celtic and all of a sudden wins three, four titles, then I think he deserves that. 
because I think he's took Burnley as far as he can take them. You're restricted who you can buy, and you're certainly, when you look for a new manager, you know who I would love to come in? It ain't going to harm. Who? I would love, for me, it's a Celtic way, Bielsa. I'd mm. love someone like him <laughs> to, come up, to come up there and get them buzzing, playing free-flowing football and chasing every yeah. ball and harrying, but that's not going to happen. Now, Man City have spent £792 million under Pep Guardiola and have produced a great deal as a result. But what standard should we judge them by? Well, here's Simon Moni McMonalot Jordan to tell us more. They should do the quadruple. Yeah. In the form that they're in, they should win the League Cup, they should win the FA Cup, they should win the Premier League and they should win the Champions League. I'd be disappointed if I was a Man City fan if they didn't set out their store to win the quadruple. Bernardo Silva at the far post who's ghosting in and heads it beyond the goalkeeper Sommer and Manchester City score a headed goal once again from a diminutive player. Given the decline of certain teams in the Premier League, namely Liverpool, Right. Given the ascension of Man United, who are miles off Man City, and they're second in the league, they should beat Tottenham in the League Cup final. They're better than Tottenham. They should beat them in the League Cup final. They should win the FA Cup, because there's no reason that they shouldn't. And they have a very, very good chance of winning the Champions League, which is what he was brought here to do. I think that Man City fans and, and football in, in, in general should hold Pep Guardiola to a higher standard. He wants to throw facetious comments around about money. You should do the quadruple. You should be judged by winning the quadruple now. Now, should West Ham's Mikel Antonio be going to the Euros? Yes, he should. Let's ask the former Hammer, Dean Ashton, although I've just told you the answer. There's all this talk, is, should Bamford be in the England squad? And, and rightly so, he should be talked about. But Mikel Antonio is being talked about in the same breath. Whereas if you go back to the end of last season, uh, when Mikel Antonio got um, almost started this run of great form and and leading the line for West Ham when, when Sebastian Allaire clearly wasn't the uh, the answer. Michael Antonio played 27 games from the end of February until now and scored 15 goals. And it's volleyed in by Antonio. And yet again, Michael Antonio is West Ham's goal-scoring talisman. Another expert finish. Patrick Banford, in that same period, has played 36 games and scored 17 goals. Championship and Premier League and Premier League and Premier League for Mikel Antonio. So his stats are right there mm. with somebody that's being touted to get in the England squad. So from my point of view, he should absolutely be considered for the Euros. He should be considered for the next squad because he's such a handful to play against and he's scoring the goals and he's improved as a player since he was called up by Southgate in his first squad. Now England, embarrassingly, and it was embarrassing, lost the third test against India inside two days when they were hammered by 10 wickets on TalkSport 2. They weren't hammered on TalkSport. Well, I mean, you heard it anyway. It doesn't matter. Some people have blamed the pitch, including David Bumble Lloyd and our very own Andy Angry Jacobs. We'll also hear from the England skipper Joe Rooty Root, but first, this is TalkSport 2's Kevin Peterson, or KP, if you like his nuts, offering his service to help the England batsman. I'd love to help the youngsters with batting. It's something that I've... I did. I mean, I spoke to Rudy only a couple of weeks ago uh, about it and I said, just please make sure you go and drill all the same things that we were drilling before that Ahmedabad test match in 2012. And I know that they're doing it. And that's why I'm not going to point any fingers at any of the youngsters at all. Not for one second, because practice comes and goes and time and experience, all these things, they just mold, mold you as a player and you learn from failure. You don't learn from failure. You've got a serious issue. Would have seen this ball in first delivery. 
Jack Crawley didn't know whether to come forward or go back. They failed, but they would have learned from it. So we can't be angry as fans. A, they haven't sent their best team. B, there's a lot of youngsters in the team that are learning their way. The worst thing we could ever have done was win the first test. So then they felt they had to produce pitches that could only guarantee that they would win. And then the latest one, which is a disgrace. It's a disgrace to cricket. It's a disgrace to, disgrace to test cricket. Here's Axel Patel. Balls. Oh, oh, he's bowled him. He's bowled him. <laughs> There's no point. Next week, it'll be 500 play 600. It'll be the absolute road because yeah. they're 2-1 up now. There's no point playing. They're good enough to beat us anyway. There's absolutely no point playing sport if you're going to do stuff like this. Next time they come over here, we're going to have to have pitch six inches of grass on each pitch. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> the ball is going through the surface from the first over of the first day. You know, something that should happen as you get into the afternoon of day four in test matches, then I'm afraid it's not good enough. It's irrelevant, really, why I think, if I'm, if I'm being brutally honest. All we've got to do as players is try and play on, on what's in front of us and, you know, try and beat India on, on, on any given surface and unfortunately weren't good enough. So the process is it's obviously prepared by the, the ground staff and the ICC oversee it and they okay it once they give it the, they give it the rubber stamp bundle before the test starts. Oh. No, no, no. Um, you know, the first up there, he's not being prepared. There's no preparation. They've obviously just put some stumps in. <laughs> and for more on England's tour of India, check out the following on podcast via the TalkSport app or wherever you get your Poddingtons from. Now, on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports by last night, we had a bit of a superstar on the show. Yeah. Bonnie Tyler was on. Yeah, that's right. Bonnie Tyler of the old nothing. Well, there's no point me singing it. There's no point because we sang it together. Before I let you go, I'll kick myself if I don't ask this question. And feel free, because I'm putting you on the spot to refuse. But is there any way yeah. you could just belt out a, I really need you tonight? Could you do one of those for us? I really need you tonight. Forever's gonna start tonight. Forever's gonna start. Once upon oh, a time. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goosebumps. Go on, keep going. Keep going. Now I'm only... Now come on, do it, Joanne. Falling apart. Nothing, Nothing I can say. Totally clipped to the heart. Oh, my goodness. That's it for another podcasty thing. Let me remind you, there's live football are coming your way across the Talksport network over the next couple of days. Tonight, from 7:45 on Talksport Two, exclusive. I'll have you know, you can hear commentary of Derby against Nottingham Forest in the Championship. Then game day all kicks off on Saturday, live and exclusive to Talksport. The lunchtime kickoff, half twelve. Man City take on West Ham. Come on, the Hammers. Or if you want to listen to Bournemouth against Watford in the Championship, you can. It's exclusive on TalkSport 2 at the same time. Half past five, back on TalkSport. You can hear live exclusive commentary of Leeds United against Aston Villa. That'd be a good game. And then at 8pm, Newcastle take on Wolverhampton Wanderers, also in the Premier League, but this time back over on TalkSport 2. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Drive today at 4pm alongside Darren Bent. I don't know why I'm shouting. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing Monday morning. Till then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. 
The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.